Who the fuck did I? Say what? Ha <laughs> ha! The fuck did we get ice cream? That's what she said. You are listening to the Base and Chunk podcast. I am Base. This is your man Chunk. Chunk's dead. <laughs> Welcome to another day. We are back, everyone. Though this is episode two, but you understand what that what I mean by we're back. We are at five thousand people. Listening to us, I just want to thank everybody for listening to us. What the point is, we couldn't do our job if it weren't for you guys doing all the paperwork, answering the phones, all that stupid shit that we don't like to do. All the gunfights, all the car chases, all the sex we don't want to have with women, but we have to all do to what you guys do. That's beautiful. <laughs> that was beautiful. <laughs> and hopefully, you guys have enjoyed our jokes and our stories from season one, and you guys will enjoy everything for season two. And we can get to our next milestone of 10,000 listens. Sounds like a good goal. And I'm back as co-host. Chunk is still out. Um, He's dead. (laughs) I think he's fully recovered, but he's still out, making sure that he's 100% before he comes back. So uh, prayers to him. Um, And then I also brought my brother to help us with this episode today. Um, just to bring a, a younger, not that much younger, he's four years younger, but maybe a younger view. That's like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, April. Thank you, Beige, for having me. I appreciate it. I mean, uh, I'll tell you one thing, even though my sister is older than me by, what, four years? I mean, we have similar mentality of how we see things, but at the same time, we know we have different perspectives of how we handle situations or even hardships. So, I mean, And I look younger than him. That's what they say. I don't think so. When Eli cuts all his hair off. Like he looks like he's fourteen, so he's just he's just stroking you. That's all. I'm not stroking him. I stroke like the rock, and that kind of. Why stuff. do you think my favorite word is dynamic, dude? Like I I can look one way or another. I can look Lebanese, Mexican, French, Italian. You know, now I got the little pudge going on. So I mean, I mean, the pudge. I win. <laughs> I look black. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Monday like through, Monday through Sunday, sun up to sundown. I look black. But not like your fucking emoji or your bitmoji. My bitmoji looks like me. His bitmoji looks better. He looked like a fucking white boy. I did not. You look look like a faded Michael Jackson. That's what what you look like. You know what I thought was funny when he was like, you gave me a black nose. (laughs) Like she gave me some big ass Michael Jackson bell pepper nose. I'm like, what is this? Like. (laughs) <laughs> that was funny. I was like, this is, um. I'm glad we're getting the, uh, the laughter out now. Oh, Today, wait. Wait till everybody sees the Bitmoji on the you, on the title. You, he kept it, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you, he kept it. You. It looks more like you than the other yeah. one. So today we will bring up the discussion, is there two Americas? Is there two views of how people view the country that we live in? Um, and everything that goes along with those issues. We also bring in... Tori Calvert to give her thoughts from a person who lived in the 1860s and 70s. I mean, 1960s and and 70s. Are you, are you, are you there? Uh, yes. This is Space's mom. You don't, you don't need to do that. (laughs) 
Yeah, I need to do that. Get yeah. it right, dog. He was hesitating, like he was almost afraid to bring me on. No, I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't afraid to bring you on. It was just more of a point. Like I was like, oh, okay, here you go. All right. Yeah. All right. Interrupt your laughter at other people's expense to bring you this news flash. So our news this week is um, kind of crazy. Uh, the Cowboys have sucked. They they fired all of their defensive staff. Everybody. Every coach that was on defense, they fired. Um, what was it? Like three days ago. No, on the 5th. It was on the 5th. Yeah, they fired everybody. They just hired Dan Quinn, the former head coach of the Falcons, to be their defensive coordinator. And they hired Dan Wiltz, who is a linebacker coach. They hired him, too. Um, the Falcons, the Jags, well, not the Jags anymore. The Jags just hired Urban Meyer as their coach. He's the former coach of Ohio State and South Florida. So the Jets, the Texans, the Chargers, the Falcons, they all need a coach. Uh, the 49ers suck, too. Just want to throw that in there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just <clears throat> Whatever. Just wanted to say, because, you know. I mean, we didn't have to fire all our coaches because our defense sucks so bad. Your defense did suck. It did, but still. Your offense <laughs> sucked, too. You're about to, like, re- release your quarterback who's, like, owed, like, $38 million. Damn. So, I mean, the Sunday games were freaking ridiculous. I saw the Saints. Man, they weren't marching in. They got their ass okay, handed to them. Honestly, this year I feel like some of the people or some of the some of the teams that won, it was just luck because COVID <laughs> well, and well, people getting hurt. Look at the Steelers. Honestly. They went eleven and zero, and like their last seven games of that eleven and zero, every team that every week had was on the COVID list, so they were missing like nine or ten players. Yeah. So the Steelers would win, and everybody was like, "Oh, the Steelers are going to go to the Super Bowl. The Steelers are going to the Super Bowl." I kept telling everybody on the podcast, like, they're the worst 11-0 team I've ever seen. They get in the playoffs, and they got their shit pushed in. Again, By the luck. Browns, they I think, got I think oh, it was There we go. By the Browns, I mean. They lost 49-37. to The only reason it was that close is because the Browns didn't care anymore in the fourth quarter. They were up by 25. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. They're just like, if you guys want to score, score. It You know, it doesn't matter. I don't know. This year's been a, a weird year for, uh, well, not this year, last year. Well, this this season has been a weird season for football. Just COVID in injuries. General. It's been interesting. Just sports in general. I mean, even UFC. There's been like it was a. I like the UFC like this though because you can hear people getting hit. Oh yeah, it's, it, I mean that's <laughs> there's, no because there's no crowd. There's no noise. And wasn't there a fight? I think you mentioned it to me. There was a fight where one of the fighters was able to listen to like somebody coaching him, and then next thing you know, the next round knocked the dude. Yeah, because it's coaches usually in a ufc fight it's like so loud there you can barely hear them so the guy told him he's open for an uppercut he's open for an uppercut next round comes the guy swings over again and, the, and you can hear his coach say now and he just uppercut just knocked it out. it was like a cartoon <laughs> and then after that they like they, they change the rules yeah they change the rules so you can't like yell across the thing now because but it was awesome you got knocked out um in the nba james harden the franchise player for the rockets uh, he got traded yesterday or last night um, to the Nets for a shitload of picks and a couple of players. It was a four-way trade between, I want to say the Bucks, the Sixers, the Rockets, and the Nets. So Harden is now with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant in Brooklyn. He was not going to practice anymore. Harden was staying at home. He was fat. I'd like to give a shout out to all those players who took a knee either before the game started or just after the game started in protest of all this BS going on. Yeah, it was after the game started. 
I know what you're talking about. But yeah. that leads me into the Capitol attack. Mm. And April thought it was awesome. I did not think the, it no, was awesome. Eli, Eli, you were there when yes. she said it. So she said I, it was and awesome. Quote, and I quote, I'm so glad they did that shit. Yes. <laughs> so She did say that. Until we wow. explained to her well, what until actually. I, until I saw what happened and I was like, damn, that is so I mean, not if we're gonna get into thinking. this topic. It's it's more or less like we're like glo- not glossing over, it, but we're gonna talk about it, but not like. Well, I mean, the only crazy thing is, time because I was only seeing like snippets of it. Like you know, I don't really watch the news, and um. And you didn't think that Trump told them to go? Well, I I listened to oh my god, like listening to his speech was like it gave me a headache. But I listened to the speech that he gave before. They went to the Capitol and he didn't he wasn't like go attack the Capitol. No, he didn't say that. His whole point was um, he's an idiot. I was I was telling me like listening to that speech. I got I got a headache. We were both listening to it. I was like, like, like I told April, like before, like we were both falling asleep listening to it. Yeah, Like he was talking about like a couple of months ago. He was he was talking about his inauguration was bigger than Obama's, which it wasn't. But to me, it was like. What does that even matter right now? Obama has been president for like four years, so I don't understand why you bring that up. Then he's bringing up Hillary again in that speech. He's just, I don't know, he, he's taking blows at people and he's saying things that don't need to be said, you know, kind of, I don't know if it makes him feel better. I mean, I don't know. He knows he's going to jail. That's why. Whatever. He's an idiot. He's, he's um, going to jail. So I'm listening to his speech and he never tells them to attack the Capitol. What no. he did say was, you know, today when we march towards the Capitol, let's make sure that we fight for, um, keyword for, fight, fight. That's all they heard. America. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. So we fight for our vo- our our voting system or like our voting um our voting rights or something like rights. that because you know if you guys don't fight now if you don't let them hear your voices and let them know that you're not okay with them stealing the election then like none of our pretty much like none of none of the rest of or like from here on out right like it's not going to be a, a fair a fair voting system. That's basically what he said. He never once told them to attack the Capitol. I can understand how some people can take that out of context because of what happened. But then, so when I, when I told Baze that, I'm like, damn, okay. And then when he started showing me the clips of people and like what was happening, I was like, this is crazy. And that one video that you showed me about the girl who said that this is a revolution. revolution. I was was like, like, Oh my God. So great. What the hell? Like that's no, no. If (laughs) if you're a Trump supporter, if you're a Trump supporter, that's cool. That's awesome. We're not, I'm I'm not like shitting on you. If you like Trump, like Trump is funny. I'm not going to lie. Like he's hilarious. He's done a couple of good things, but I feel like he's more concerned about his ego sometimes than he is about like actual issues that well most of the time i mean he's we talked about about this before he's a salesman right yeah he's he's a vacuum salesman it works for like a week and then it breaks down after he's gone (laughs) so like look at this see one of the things he doesn't tell the truth and he doesn't talk about wholesome stuff he talks rhetoric and he makes people (sighs) feel insecure and those that the all right and all them other folks that did what they did he brought all this stuff out of the basement. Okay, but you know, you know, you know, the funny thing is though that he he gets to people. He got to Joe Biden. He got to Hillary. He got to a lot of people, and, and it's funny to see these grown adults letting another grown adult like 
like get get like um like Joe Biden. Oh God, I only oh, watched the debate. That was horrible. Was that was awesome. the most. Two that grown was men the most me, like, embarrassing your mama thing jokes for our other. country. Was great. When That's you're seeing two grown men fighting like children with no respect for one another. No, I mean, you shut I, up. I just no, couldn't. I just up. couldn't watch it. I your didn't watch anymore. Fat. No, your that. mom's fat. It was great. <laughs> it was preschool. That's all. It it was that's what it was. It wasn't in profession. It was horrible. And like, so going on to what we were saying about this whole situation about like, you know, Washington, right? So one of the things that we all see that Trump does and people don't want to believe this he provides like this misconception of how we should be treating one another. And I'll give you something so simple. So people are running into a government building, which is treason, which is treason. So help me understand why. And for those who did it, you guys are dumbasses, but help help me understand why these fuckers didn't get shot down. Why didn't they have uh, what is it? The the um, rubber bullets. Rubber bullets. Not people of color. Thank no. you. Well, Do you not see just what I'm that, saying? There was no so, one wait, there. So we're talking about something in a government building, and then look, look what happened here in, in in California, in L.A. We have these riots. All of a sudden, there's police everywhere, and then they have what? They have armed weapons. They have all these things because of what? So we're talking about two different Americas. This is the perfect example of why I get annoyed because of what happened. So what? after this whole thing goes down, we see that there is a black officer who is... Oh, that dude was dope. He he held it down. It was down. one officer against like 30 people. And what did he do? I he still ha- haven't watched He that. could have. And mind you, he, he could have shot them. He could have shot them. He would have been in his right. But guess what? I bet you anything he was doing his best to make sure that- Oh, he was. Uh, hey, he you was know spraying what? people with mace. He was hitting people with his baton. He was throwing stuff at them to keep them from like- I think they were doing tear gas too. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, so, you see people running out saying, oh, we can't breathe. We can't breathe. Like running out of the building. I'm just like- so what do you think was going to happen? Well, we're no, give they you were a no martini when you come in the building. Like, no, they the were doing that from the George Floyd thing. Yeah, they were yelling, "We can't breathe" because they were being maced. Because they were like, "This is the same thing as George Floyd." And I was just like, "It's sweet. not the same thing." I feel like the comparison is it's not. It's definitely not the it's same. It's not the same. But here's the thing. Either way, we're talking about a building that's owned by the government and there's no fucking security. Well, and now there is. Well, now there. And then, what? don't know. As of right now. Yeah, yeah now there is. They, they brought in what? The, the National Guard. The National Guard. Like 20,000 troops. And then when we look about the social media, when you think about the politics, when you think about all the stuff that's going on, one of the things that I tell that I would really think people to really think about is this. Malcolm, Malcolm X made this comment. If you if you're not careful, the newspapers will have you hating the people who are being oppressed and loving the people who are doing the oppressing. And that's look what right. and look what's going on right now. So that's one of the things I told Beige. I mean, that's a really good point, Eli, is that because um, we were talking about like what's real, because then after that happened, then there's like, oh, it was stage and like, um, you know, people were paid to like start this and everybody else followed because it's like a mob mentality. Right. Right. And so Beige and I were talking about it. And I was like, OK, Andy, let's let's just be completely like uh, open to what's going on. Like the media definitely controls the narrative. So could that be true? Yeah. Could it not be true? Yeah. What do we really know is going on? We only know what we're being told. And we don't know how much of that is really the honest truth of what's going on. And so knowing that the media can just put anything out there and continue playing it is. Yeah, but those people a, are stupid. But it, I, it, it's a little upsetting, though, that we can't really figure out the truth to a lot of things because you have different sides, different takes and then different stories that come out. What's really the truth, you know, and then the 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 media companies that are owned by the same people who have the same, the same narrative, mm-hmm. they're pushing the same story. Right. So, you know, I think that, but you know what, it's up to each individual person to figure out what the truth is 
to be aware, to be mindful. <laughs> How to, many people research you know, any of this stuff? <laughs> yeah, but you know, let's just you know, be honest. Not necessarily about research. I mean, you know, growing up, I experienced racism from a young age, even mm. when I didn't even know it even existed mm. because I was raised by my white grandparents. And, you know, I played with the Cuban boy that lived next door. And, okay. you know, right. I went I to a school where it was only one other truly black person. And this guy wore a Russian cap. Mm. And I thought he was the coolest person in elementary school. But, you know, it's just, you know, you hear stuff, you see stuff, you know, back then. I mean, I saw like, you know, uh, JFK when he was assassinated. Damn I you. heard about, wow. uh, uh, shut up. <laughs> yeah, hold on, mom, mom, hold on, hold on. Save, uh, save that, I save that, that for the, save that for like the questions. Eight years old. Oh my gosh, when, you know, going. MLK died and, you know, it's just, what? you know, you experience a lot of stuff and okay. you don't necessarily like understand what's happening, but it's been two Americas way before all this ever happened. All right. So, Hold on. I'm so gonna, I'm gonna get you to that point. My so the, last point about the Capitol right now yeah. is although a lot of those people got ratted out by coworkers, neighbors, and family members, ex wives, hell, wives, husbands. So snitches. cops, yeah, snitches. And one of the dumbasses who wore his fucking badge. Yeah, dude wore a, a, a <laughs> or wore said a, their name or said their name <laughs> on him or or wearing like their company shirt, wearing their company yeah. shirt, dude. Like so, people were being detained at the airport people are being detained right when they got a flight some some people are now on the no fly list they are being prosecuted as terrorists and domestic terrorists um felony um assault felony uh trespassing wait did any of them have weapons like guns all yeah like all that? of them had not all of them but a good portion had weapons they had once them. you pick anything up in a government building it's considered having a a weapon and they they were putting up nooses yeah. and they were carrying stuff around so mm-hmm. like you know, erect if they wanted to, like, yeah, they were carrying on like crosses and shit. Dang. Yeah, it yeah, was bad. It was bad. And you know, and this is one of the things that, like, uh, like you were saying, like, in this situation, because of the news, because of there's so many people saying their opinion, right? For example, we had us, we're talking about what we think, what we see when it comes to these situations. I think, you know, one of my favorite quotes that I've been, I'm, I'm going to be quoting a whole bunch of people, to let y'all know <laughs> today, you know, one of the things that I like the, bo- the most about um, Denzel Washington, he said, if you don't read the newspaper, you're uninformed. And if you read it, you're misinformed. So, you know, one of those things is like damned if you do, damned if you don't. And this is the point where people who need to have some type of logic or at least think for themselves. Like, look, my sister and I, Beige and I, we always talk about everything. And the beautiful thing is that we don't take things personal. We don't attack one another. The point is, okay, what do you think? Well, I think this. Well, why do you think that? And here in this society in America, the problem is people are so far left people are so far right to the point where they don't they're not open to listen to opinions and there and because of this there is a uh, a wall that can never be you know broken down or even you know mended because so many people are so obligated to thinking to themselves think well i'm right because of this well i'm right because of that well i'm a I'm democrat just tired of our government like dear god it, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's annoying. unless unless that's you want all. book of eli happening <laughs> uh, I, I don't know how that's going to change so you know but. people don't know how to do that people don't know how to do change from within that's why they riot mm-hmm. they do peaceful march and then they the other, the other people who destroyed stuff they think that that's how things get done and it's, it's not it's you bring attention to a to a cause but you don't necessarily change it right? so that was usually our news is only like 
a minute or two. <laughs> Sorry and about that. It was like 10 minutes, but it's all right. It happens. Okay. It happens. You're listening to the Beige and Chunk Podcast. Hey, where are the white women at? <laughs> All right, so it's <laughs> uh, fun. So today's topic is: uh, Are there two Americas? Uh, there are events that haven't really changed from forty, fifty years ago. Uh, Will Smith said something that stood out to me a long time ago, where he said, "Racism isn't getting worse; it's just getting filmed." Mm-hmm. So things aren't getting worse things aren't getting better it's not oh look what trump did look what this person did look what happened after george floyd it's the same thing just it's being broadcasted now um today hopefully we'll get some good views from everyone eli april uh miss calvert or miss tory or whatever alias she wants to use um, faces mom <laughs> yeah there you go so i'll ask you first um you kind of went on it earlier but uh Ms. Calvert, do you believe that there's two Americas? I, I believe that there's two Americas and another entity. What that other entity is, I haven't figured out yet. But there is definitely two Americas. talking about aliens? No. No. Okay. Illuminati? I'm talking about like a whole other like class or population of, of people. Illuminati. It's those in power, definitely. I would think so. What is it, two percent that basically runs the world? One, Not even that. It's 1%. But just it's a little bit less than one percent. Mm. So, okay, April. Huh? Oh, good. Good job. <laughs> no, Eli? no, no. Because your mom said there's a third entity. She's not sure what it is. Yeah. And I was like, well, no. like rich people, people who are rich, rich, like richer than most of the people in the United States. <laughs> True. Because so. if you really think about it, we have a the the most rich people in, in in the world and if you think about it i mean everything uh, when i was younger i think about like uh cliches i thought they were stupid but now as i get older you know it's the fucking truth like the uh, richer get richer the poorer get poorer and we're still in this circumstance where, and um as far as like the you know third entity no but as far as like is there uh two americas hell yeah there is there's definitely two different americas there's the rich america there's the poor america there's the um what is it white america and then everything else that falls into uh um colored america because there's so many different um political views that does impact that because it, uh, something so simple right look what happened last year 2020 was probably one of the craziest years but like you said beige right everything is now brought to light i don't know how many examples that i that i got a chance to see in the news where uh, a typical situation something so simple going to the park and somebody's dog is out and part of the law oh, that, 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 that was so, crazy so that really made so me mad. in new york there's this black man who is walking and he's asking politely as it's being recorded can you please put your leash on your dog he wasn't doing anything just saying politely please she went crazy she went crazy and what did she started doing a black rape, man, a, rape, man. a black man's attacking me she's calling the cops she doesn't know he's yep. recording her she, she, she just think his phone is up because she even said i didn't know he was recording her. and she's yelling rape she's yelling he's hurting me there's other people if you look in the background of his phone mm-hmm. that are standing there like confused 
Like she's yelling this stuff, and he's just sitting there, once still talking to her calmly. Mm-hmm. Cops come and they arrest her, and then guess Good, what? That's what he, should no, happen. No, the only reason they did that is because they handcuffed him. They handcuffed him when they got there, mm-hmm. and somebody, another bystander that was standing there, told them to look on his phone. It's the only reason they uncuffed him. And then guess what? Turns out this girl was a VP and or a very like you know a a, a, a woman. First of all, white woman, very empowered yeah, and mom. or. And next thing you know, they were the the company found out what happened, and she was let go. And it's then she, this I hate to say, it, but this bitch had the fucking nerve to say, "Oh my god, I can't believe this is happening to me." You she guys ruined my CNN. life. I'm she like, deserves that. She, did, she, she deserves that. It was great. She it's, went on CNN. If that, if that is not a perfect example about two different Americas, that's some bullshit. Because or the, or the lady that got her butt touched, or she said she got her butt touched. Yeah, in the liquor store. In, in New York, and then everyone showed the video of, of oh, the, the little, little bo- boy with yeah, the backpack. The little boy oh, walked man. by, and his backpack brushed her because she stuck her ass out. See, she like, stuck her ass out, and it, her his the end of his backpack barely brushed her butt. And she said he tried to grab her ass. And then what's crazy is she came back to that b- bodega the next day, and the whole neighborhood was in that bodega watching the video, and they had to have her escorted out. They didn't want her in there anymore. Yeah, because. The video showed that the little boy didn't touch her. The little boy's crying on the side. You could like the video of it. You know, George Floyd happened. <sighs> Countless other people got shot. Mm-hmm. Wendell Castle got shot in his car, even though he had the right to carry. And then the Arizona situation mm-hmm. where yeah. uh, there's woman, young lady. She's like, uh, oh, the one in the, the convenience store. In the convenience store, yeah, she's the, Latina, the Indian yeah. type thing, and uh, white woman starts talking shit to her, and she says, "Go back to your country," and. Obviously, the Latina, this girl was like looking at her, like, "Who the fuck do you think you're talking to?" Like that. <laughs> Next thing you know, the yeah. girl goes face up, front, front, you know, face to face, and all you hear is a big old. She smacked the shit, smacked out, of the her. shit out of her, and the white woman was like, oh, oh. "She was in shock. Like, Did you see what she did?" And everybody's like, "Bitch, you had it coming." Yeah, <laughs> like, guy, well, she, she started pushing, the, pushing her too. She so she was pushing aggressing her. her. Yeah. She was I did see her. that video. The so, other lady was aggressing the so the, the sweet tea. So, so let's yeah, all the sweet tea ones. <laughs> the there was there's this drunk white guy at a bar at a liquor store. The liquor store. And next I thing, still haven't seen that video. Yeah, I showed you. And no, and what is it? No, you saw me. You showed me the picture, but I haven't seen. No, it's a video. What's the name of the video? It's like a hard hard ice. Tea or yeah, it's a hard iced tea. Their 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 profits skyrocketing. Hell yeah! <laughs> after that, so here's the thing though. Let's 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 flip the roles all the way around. If there was no way to record this shit, if it was not on social media, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, whatever, we did not have this social media to broadcast this injustice. Guess what? All of these people would have been what jailed. They would have been belittled and they're going to go to prison and for what well, something fucking stupid it, uh, the thing no, i think the thing that that sucks you is you, stuff. well not prove it but you have to give like a the, a benefit of the doubt or like a they have to they have to create doubt that is in order thinking. for yeah this the system is not um you're you know this I know, I know. guilty it's guilty I until innocent that, but i'm saying as long as he's gonna go straight to jail but i mean he's no gonna you're, go, you're he's gonna, gonna go, go straight to jail he's gonna go to jail straight yeah. to jail but even after a trial you're essentially saying a white woman's point of view against a black guy hispanic guy an indian guy whatever if you get a jury of at least three white people on that jury that's it that's it mm. and mind you this is just a, a simple example about last year. And and the reason why we're able to bring up all these great examples is because of social media. 
and and how many in and, and how many situations were not recorded? How many situations were hid under the rug? How many people, innocent people, went to prison, went to jail, went for all these things that they didn't do, and they were set up? And guess what? All because of a white man, or because of a injustice that they think, oh, I was raped. How many stories do we have in oh, the South? I think yeah. I told I told I told April about that the one. Part. Yeah, I told April about a story about the two football players in Maryland that mm-hmm. were juniors, and they. One of them, I think, would have probably got to the NFL. The other one wasn't that great. But they had gone to a party, and they had both, like, had sex with this white girl. So the white girl had sex with both of them because her boyfriend had broken up with her. Mm-hmm. At the end of the night, her boyfriend came back to her and was like, oh, you know, let's work things out. Someone tells him that, oh, she just slept with those two guys. Mm-hmm. She tells him, oh, no, they raped me. Mm-hmm. So they're sitting in jail for a year, and then <laughs> she comes back, and nobody can prove that she was raped. There's no scarring. There's no bruising. Nobody can say that she was raped. She tells her best friend, oh, they didn't rape me. I just wanted to get back with my boyfriend. The Her friend goes and tells the police. They do an investigation. Still, these guys are still in jail nine months later. Mm-hmm. Still in jail. Mm-hmm. But wait, April, there's reasonable doubt. They should be out. They shouldn't be in prison. And, and, and these are the things that for me, like this ideal America that I wish we all had, absolutely, that would have been awesome. But guess what? Unfortunately for people who are color, people who are not white, who who are not prominent in these circumstances, I don't want to say this white privilege, but you know what? It really is. There is white privilege. There is white privilege. And it's not to say and it's sad to say that a rich white girl's word is more important than somebody will say, I hate to put it this way, somebody from LA who's of Latin and or uh, African American, black America or um, Indian or whatever the case may be, it's something that's not white. Their word over empowers them. And it sucks because it's all hearsay. And I've experienced it myself plenty of times. I've been pulled over driving because I was fucking brown. And a perfect example that I will say is when I used to live in, when we used to live in Whittier, dad has what? He, dad loves his cars. He's always had his sports cars, his very nice car. He, he let me borrow his uh, seven series BMW, 18 rims, like crystal cut keen. It was leather interior. So mind you, I'm a little kid. I'm I graduated from high school. I remember that car. 18, maybe 18, 19, around that age. And I'm ecstatic. I get my license and I ask my dad, can I borrow your car? Obviously, dad does what he does and he says, what did you, why do you need it? Well, I'm just going to go to the store, which I did. I went to the grocery store to go get some uh, groceries. I went to go pick up a video game. And on my way back, I'm being tailed by two officers. And the reason why they pulled me over was because they were, they had suspicion that I was carrying a weapon. And at that time, there was a law that if you were on your phone, like it was really explicit because the cops were on it. Mm -hmm. If you were on your phone, you were going to get fined. So my dad called me as I looked at it. I was like, no, I put my phone down. I didn't answer and I was driving normally back home. As soon as I make a left turn on uh, Leffingwell, what's happened? I get pulled over for what? Driving while brown. I I didn't have any weapons. They saw a kid in a nice car. They assumed that I stole it. And the worst part of it all was the one who was driving was white and the partner was fucking black. And they were were both looking at me like I was a fucking criminal. Yeah, that's how it goes. So they got me out of the car. They handcuffed me. And when they handcuffed me, they said they they have evidence that this car stolen. I was like, you're full of shit. The car is my dad's. And I got and I started going crazy. And the only way that I covered myself in this situation was this. You have no right to look into the car. You didn't ask permission. Their car is not reported stolen because it was just taken out today. And I need to know your badge number, your officer. Who do you report to? As soon as they heard that, they uncuffed me. 
They got in the car and they say, have a good day. I was like, I'm not done with you. I need to have your business card. They stormed off and I was able to get their uh, license plate. I go with dad. I stormed to the Whittier Police Department, LAPD as well, to file a complaint. And guess what happened? Years later, I don't get shit. So this is the frustration that I talk about when we talk about two Americas. Because guess what? If it was a table's turn, someone else, what's going to happen? Oh, we're going to find that. We're going to well, find me, that person. I would have got shot. Let's, let's just be honest. Hey, I hate to say it. You probably got shot. But, you know. Mom, like, uh, or Tori, do you believe? <laughs> <laughs> I love that I slip. Slipped, I slipped. Uh, <laughs> Aww. I slipped. My bad. Mommy. <laughs> I slipped. Mommy. <laughs> uh, do you believe that there has been a change in people's thought process regarding our country? Obviously, but it's not going to happen because you have generation after generation after generation of good old white boys, good old that's, white girls. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> Let's get off the white people. They're not going to change. And then what makes it so bad is that, you know, I have met people, you know, from different countries that come over here and they feel like, you know, I that, that this is their mantra that I have to assimilate with white America because, Otherwise, they won't accept me because I come from, like, you know, Portugal or, you know, some other. Oh, like, you're talking about coconuts. Like, uh, you know, look down apart upon or something. And mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. Why not? If you want to emulate somebody, why not emulate somebody based on the good that they do for their people, the good that they do for their country, their community, their family, you know, whatever. Why are you going to assimilate because you know, white is right. That's, that's ignorant. Well, I don't necessarily think that's what it is. Cause my parents came here from Mexico when I was little. And that was one of the things that my mom didn't want us to do. She wanted us to assimilate, but not lose like our culture. She just wanted us, she wanted to make it easier for us to start, to start new. Well, for me, cause my brothers weren't here when we, when we came from Mexico. So my parents learned the language um, went to school, went to school and they started learning like different things that, um, you know, different, the differences between like Mexico and here. Um, but we never really lost our culture. Like we still did things that they did in Mexico. Um, and we learned a lot. Well, my, my, my mom mostly taught us about that stuff. And for her, it was like, she didn't want to be associated Oh, it's going to sound so bad. So like there are certain. I just say something racist. No, it's not racist. It's, it's the truth. Like you have you have um, people who live in Mexico who live in 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 a ranch or in like a, a smaller pueblito. It's different. You know, their 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 way of life is different than like somebody who lives in the city. So my my mom didn't want us to to be in that community. She wanted us to um, think differently because she wanted us to have a better life here. So I don't, I don't know if it's so much like her, her want, her thinking white is right. Cause she doesn't think that, but she definitely just wanted to give us a better, like in her mind, she wanted to give us a better opportunity coming here and just assimilating with certain things, but she still kept a lot of our culture, you know? Yeah, I can understand that. And, you know, I mean, for me, it's like, if you come in and, and it's no down on anybody else or, how they think in order to get by or whatever. But, you know, I, I speak on it on the fact that, you know, two of my grandchildren at a very young age, you know, meeting 
you know, their grandfather on their mom's side was more or less like, you know, I knew what he was about. I don't think he particularly cared about the fact that, you know, uh, that his daughter was involved, you know, with with a man of color. And she's talking about me. She's talking about me. That he was, you know, it was like, you know, that that's wrong. You know, if you if you have to you have to do what the white man does, you know. And I'm sure that they kept their, you know, culture or whatever things that they did, you no, know, they, and they, they had didn't. his his mom or grandmother living with them and you know, they had, you know, the family foods or whatever, but it was just that he did not accept the fact that his children were biracial. They were with black. A he man of color he didn't like versus that. a white man. Yeah. You know, or another type of, you know, person that may have been, you know, from the Hispanic or Spanish culture or something like that. You know, that that's where I take it from. And I, I have friends that were like born in Russia or, you know, other places like that. And maybe their first, second or third generation Americans. But, you know, they follow the history of their culture while they're here. And they don't look down upon other people as minorities because depending on where, what part of the country that they were from, they were considered minorities as well. Yeah. Some people come and they put themselves up on this pedestal and assimilate with a particular race, namely white, because it's a lot easier for them to get by with certain certain things and and it's just it's just proven throughout the years you know it's it's ridiculous you know i remember as as a young teen i got involved with the black panthers you know and and i saw and was awoke to a lot of different things that you know maybe i might have only read in the newspaper or seen on the news every once in a while or something like that but this became firsthand knowledge. And so, you know, it's, it's hard to accept excuses. It's hard to accept behaviors that people refuse to understand where they come from and look back and say, this is not right and want to change or want to do better. I think you made some really, really good points. Um, and, and I think some of it goes to, like, personal opinion, like personal bias, right? Cause or stereotypes. Or, yeah, stereotypes and things like that. I mean, some ter- some stereotypes are funny and they're true, you know, but not, not, it, it's just, it's a, I think it's a, it, it, it comes down to a personal issue because you can't um, make somebody change their personal views. Like my grandpa, right? My grandpa hated the fact that, you know, I liked black guys that my kids were half black and half Mexican for him. It was a dishonor for me not to date somebody who was Mexican. He didn't want me to date a white person or an Indian or an Asian. He, I had to be with a Mexican person, a good Mexican boy. So I think it's the way that you're raised and your beliefs that causes, that causes bias. Um, Or stereotypical behavior or even racism behavior. Just thoughts. And I think that we're all biased depending on like, you know, uh, 
Like I'm beige and I were talking about this the other day too, that we were talking about, you know, if you meet a black person and that black person is a horrible person, then you kind of tend to have bias towards their race or a white person or an Asian person, right? You, you start having a bias towards that because they did something to hurt you. Instead of just looking at them as another human as being. As another human being without a race, without a color. And, and I think it goes, I think it goes for the same thing. Like when somebody comes to America, you know, I don't really feel like America has a rich, deep culture, like other other places where you go to where other places have like food and clothing and and well, music and like, stuff like that like and like america. here well i think for for like, america it's like it's a it's a it's what's, a what's mixture a, what's, the food, what's the food here burgers hot well, dogs. no but i'm just saying <laughs> it's a mixture of so many people that it's hard to say that there is it's, it's one culture pot. yeah that they just have one culture and so i personally think that it's an it's not fair to like for people who want to assimilate that they just want to be white i don't think that's what it is i think they're just assimilating or like somebody who chooses to be educated like why right. is being educated white like that's why what it is. why but it shouldn't be it like shouldn't that be, it it's, shouldn't be that. okay it, but, it, that's one of the things it, that okay. sucks but yeah, but, you, yeah but, you know, but this bleeds but into the next question that's carried away to other people though. yeah but that bleeds okay. into the next so, question so, you know? so the question so was do you believe that um that there has been a change in the people's thought process regarding no, our, number our three. country yeah, no, that was the question. That was the question. Yeah, no. that's what I'm saying. The that was what, she, what you guys were just starting talking about bleeds into the next question. So it's like, okay, Donald Trump's mantra and <laughs> the MAGA, you know, make America great again. Mm-hmm. So I got into this with, you know, April the other day, and it was like, I asked her, when was America great? Like, it, it wasn't I, and what I told him is it wasn't that that, you know, the makeup that America was ever like super great because every country has its issues. I'm not even talking about super it's great. just the idea of America being great. The American dream. Just, that's awesome. That, it's just like when that era was available, that's when America when, was okay. great. When was but America again, great? It's an idea. OK, that's awesome. When was America great? I'm asking. I'm not telling you that oh, it was or it it could be or I'm asking in in, in the history of America. When was it great? I don't think it's ever been an era where there hasn't been some sort of social issue mm-hmm. or some sort of problem um, that's made America a great place to live for everyone. I will equally. say equally. I will say this because, like, one of the things that that your mom brought up a point that I found was interesting was this: back in the day, black planters were ostracized; they were the enemy; they were considered all these horrible things. But now we're talking about this year. We'll say twenty twenty one. There's people who are educators, professors who teach black history and or has been promoted the actual information about Black Panthers. And what do they do? Guess what? They gave back to their community. They were serving their community. They basically gave textbooks, uh, school supplies, food. They did all these things for students, for children, for other people in their community. But guess what? Because they were standing up against the discrimination, they were seen as what? The enemy. Yeah, but let's be honest. Let's be honest. Every group. Here we go. Every group, okay, has people who go on their own, who associate themselves with a certain group, and make the look the group look bad. But that's the, but, but they're not a part of the but, group. But that's the point. The point that I'm what we're talking about. Hang on, is but this. You're, ta- hang on, you're talking about education. So right. somebody who doesn't know what the Black Panthers are about, and they haven't gone into like what they do and what their their vision is right what they're doing with that with that group Mm -hmm. right and then somebody sees a person who's who says they're associated with the black panthers and they're doing stuff that like they're shooting up a store they're holding somebody hostage right then people tend to look at that and say oh 
Black Panthers are horrible, even though they're not, but they are uneducated. They're, 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 they're what is it, ignorant to what's really going on. Correct. And when it comes back to this, what about the social media, or in this case, at the time, the newspapers? The newspapers were broadcasting this horrible event. And mind you, they're trying to program you to be afraid of a group that they don't even know anything about. So the point that I'm getting at is this. The question was, when do you believe America was great? Or mm-hmm. when, if it was ever great? Yeah. My, my thought process would be, I hate to say it, even though last year sucked and this year started off to a great start, I will say that this time and era would probably be the best reason. Why? Because there's more awareness. Like, mm-hmm. one of the things... Uh, here, let me exp- let me let me let me speak. Let me awareness my pain. of what? Uh, 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 here's the thing. All right. So the people l- hear who me are out. Woke aren't really woke. Well, that's true. Not everybody is woke. But here's the thing: there's more there's more information out there that's available for you to learn. Number okay. one. How many people no, do it? Hold on. I'm, I don't. Well, I don't give a fuck about anybody else. I'm talking about us in this room. I'm good enough because we can at least have it something. Matters. But here's the it thing. Matters. But the point is, the point is, is this. There's information out there in regards to anything, number one. Number two, the fact that Will Smith, the quote that Beige brought up, is true. Racism has always been around. This country is, the foundation is racism. We took this country, me as an American born here, Mexican-American, Chicano, whatever. Our country was based taking off and stealing someone else's land. And now they're barely admitting to that. Technically, they didn't steal it. They paid for it. Paid for it with. They paid for it with the Mexican (laughs) government. No, no, no. Let's let's let me give you guys a history lesson. Okay. All right. You're talking about the Mexican government. The president in Mexico, okay, was a corrupt piece of crap. Okay. You're talking about California only, for the record. Who sold a piece of land, Mexico's land, that did not belong to him? It belonged to the people for money, and America, right, or whoever was in charge of America at that time, saw an opportunity to buy a large piece of land for nothing and did it. The reason people say it was stolen is because the president at the time did not have the authority to sell the land. But once they sold it, that's stealing. But America didn't know that. No, but I'm just saying that they have a legal document for selling. And then nobody else did anything else because he was in presidency for for the record. That's for California. We're talking about like America, America, Christopher Columbus, him butchering. You said stealing land. And I was like, no, it's stealing land. That's true. So what you're saying, it is true, but it was only through the state of California, 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 Nevada, Texas, like all that part that was Mexico, all that big part that was Mexico should have that. No, that's, that's the land that he sold. Exactly. So that he wasn't. So, that he didn't have the authority to sell, but sold it anyways. So, yes, that is true. But mind you, what I'm saying is Christopher Columbus, this uh, United States of America was taken on what? Christopher Columbus and the abuse mm. that was taken from American Indians. Now, mind you, that is the foundation of that abuse. It was a massacre. That part. You see what I'm saying? Now, mind you. Now, this get this. This is how it started. And I was doing my laundry the other day, not too long ago. And mind you, this is, a, I think it was Fox News. They did a piece about an American Indian rapper and about how his job. Oh, I've seen that. So his job, he stated, like, my goal is to promote uh, awareness about our culture. My goal is to basically share people that we are uh, unity. We're not just this stereotypical type of American Indians that everybody thinks that we are. And I'm going to tell you guys about the truth. So he did this piece mm-hmm. about... American Indians. Now, mind you, if this piece would have happened when I was in elementary school, they would have laughed and said, who the fuck do you think you are? And now, in this America now, guess what he said? You know what? We need more stories like this because this promotes equality. So, mind you, the same fucking... 
but you're social right. Media. No, so, you, you're so. right. You're so, right. That still happens though in school because Damien had a project on Indians. The teacher said that Christopher Christopher Columbus was the first person to discover America. Right. And Damien was like, "Well, I have a question. How come like Vikings supposedly discovered it, and the Indians were already here? So how did Christopher Columbus discover a land that was already inhabited? Right. Right. So that the teacher. Part. So the te- the teacher <laughs> was like, "Oh, well, you know, we're not supposed like that's just our history." And, and Damien was like, "Well, it's wrong because it's not the truth." So why aren't you teaching us the truth? See? And then they started talking about how they um, they had Thanksgiving and all that stuff. And Damien's like raising his hand again. He's like, wait, but didn't the settlers like kill all the Indians and like poison them for the Thanksgiving? So like, why Virus are we not saying that? Else. Yep. And so, so and so you. then the teacher emailed me and was like, hey, your son. And I was like, you know what? I'm I'm not going to stop him from from reading and from correcting stuff that's wrong. So if you're teaching incorrect history when you get older, you know, you kind of stick with that history. Right. Unless, unless you go out of your way to really see or to really um, get a, a larger understanding of that. So it starts, it starts with school. I still feel like that's indoctrination because you have True. the wrong history being taught. But guess school what? Jail. This is the, here's the thing. Here's the proof. Here's the proof of what I told you, why I would think this is another reason. Look, that because of those common questions, look, how old is your son? 11. And guess what? (laughs) 11-year-old boy, listen listen to this, an 11-year-old boy is questioning his history. But why? Hold on. He's questioning his history. But why? And he's telling the teacher what's going on. But why? Because he's woke. Exactly, because he's encouraged to ask questions. Exactly. Because I tell them, hey, you know, sometimes the stuff that you learn in school, it's not the entire truth because they think you might not be able to handle it or they don't want to teach you that. So I encourage you to ask questions. And that proves my point why I want to say as far as this year, regardless of all the crazy politics and everything that's going on, my opinion is this. Because of that situation that my nephew has the balls and the audacity to question his teacher and the teacher is freaking out because he is very smart is the reason one reason why I would say, you know, I like this year for Rebuttal. America. So Rebuttal. Go, ahead. Rebuttal. Yeah. go for it. I'm ready for it. Go for it. Go for this, it. This is this is the best time right now? Okay. There's news and basically, being... I think Did that the reason why <laughs> that his teacher got upset was the really? fact that in, 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 in a classroom full of kids where she is supposed to be the educator, she was uneducated herself and it embarrassed her. Now, see, people like Dr. (laughs) Karenga at uh, uh, Cal State Long Beach, when you're enlightened and you know what history is and where it comes from, then you can teach it. But she wouldn't be able to keep her job trying to teach something that she has no knowledge about. You know, you teach the curriculum. Pull things up. In order to yep. support what she's teaching, yeah, but you know, you, you, you there are teachers you that get teach. fired. You, teachers that get fired now for not that, teaching what, what they're I'm supposed saying. to. Yeah, it's not. It's not. So it's not, the it's not the teacher. It's the curriculum. So a teacher and might want to teach something saying. else, and then the school says no. The teacher teaches it, like the teacher that got mad at a parent on a Zoom call because the parent kept talking about how George Floyd was this and this and this, and the teacher was like, "Hey." It was a person that died. Didn't matter what color the person was. The person died on national TV, on national coverage. You know, it was just worse because he was African American, and the teacher got fired because she started teaching about like the plight of of African Americans, and it wasn't February, so it's not good. Yeah, that's that brings into another thing. There shouldn't be a Black History Month. There shouldn't. 
I agree with you. I completely agree with you. Because then that means White History Month is every other month. Well, you know, there was some, some, a group of people who are promoting White History Month that way. That's <laughs> yeah. sweet. That way they can have I'm gonna, one month for themselves. I'm going to rebuttal on Eli. How, for, how about just oh give them one day? <laughs> one day? We can give them one day. One day. That, All right. That, I like how you're waiting until I start talking to do that. of the right. government with go. White History Day. That's right. what that is. Okay, I'm going to sing quickly. But, but oh. I'm, I'm, I'm still, I'm, I'm going to say what, what that whole make. America Great Again thing was. Mm-hmm. It's uh-huh. because a black man was in the White House. And in order to make America Great Again, you have to flush that image out of people's minds. Well, you can't do that, though. I think I think having Trump thinks laws, he can. He can't. And look at, look at this treason that happened that everybody's trying to call insurrection. Just a, a, a just no one's a, calling insurrection. Mom. The people are going to jail. <laughs> everyone that and got caught, everyone every that got caught, single, you can't get every single one. Arrested. There's no way you can get every single one. Charged with murder. Murder. I'm murder. Mean, I'm sorry. Yes. Who that lied? lady that was there. Oh, you can't do that. that no, you he, can't do that. Hey. Hey, guilty by association. No, you can't no, do that. that, that and, that's and not. Police, that, but that's not fair, the, though. And the police, because then everybody who was everybody who was peacefully protesting when people died, then by default they should all go to jail for murder. And they just, it just, it, there, there is no way that that was a peaceful protest. No, she's, she's now, talking, no. talking about. Back, I'm talking about Black Lives Black Lives Matter when they were peacefully but, protesting and people got, uh, got killed. Got killed, right? Then everybody well, should be charged with murder. Police. That yeah, was but the police it, that was killing them. Exactly. Yeah, but the that police lady is got, the person who the, got the the lady got shot by the police. Yeah, she got shot in the neck. By because, the police. Because <laughs> you, you, these you, were people <laughs> that went in there to try to overtake the I, government. I, I there was that. nothing peaceful about that. I get that, but you're yeah, but you're going zero to hundred to hundred on punishment. It it don't it don't matter. Because the it applies to is, everybody is though. What you're saying, like, you can't apply it to one group and then not to another yeah, but because you're then making you're promoting the it's same not, issue that we have now. A group. It's just it's just it's just a group of people. Yeah, but and you everybody knows that if that had been a group of black people or, or brown people, people they would have been yeah, they'd have been they shot. wouldn't have even made it on the step. I get that. But the problem you're you're having with your corporal punishment right here is that if you're going to go that far with it, you're going to have a lot of thrown out. What about murder. the cop that got killed with because the protester took a, a fire extinguisher and hit him in the head with it? I get that. Then that protester or people that were around him that were doing that, that's when you go full board into like, okay, the criminal proceeding of second degree murder. The problem you're having is you're trying to, you're trying to charge Everyone, ten thousand people with murder, and it's I'm, not. It's not going to work. The people that were in that area, okay. How do you know? Rush that I door. get that, but how do you know? Like, th- that's that's my point. You you can't point fingers at a couple of, people that were seen on video are going to jail. People that were outed by their family are going to okay, jail. Okay, I'm, I'm just going to say they need to be charged appropriately. Whatever the yeah, government thinks appropriateness is. Like, but just, I'm just glad I don't sit on any of them judge benches. Everybody would be getting <laughs> so, executed. As you were saying, so Go you ahead. were going to rebuttal. Oh, yeah. 
Okay. Okay. The rebuttal to Eli's thing about right now is the best time. If we're talking about athletes being able to make money that are black, or we're talking about people being able to turn other stuff into profit and that kind of stuff and having a, a platform to say what you want, I 100% agree with you. Yeah. But the problem now is people are getting bolder with their racism. You see it with Karen's. You see it with the the dude that got hit by the iced tea. You see it with the lady who said that the black kid took her cell phone. Mm-hmm. You see it with the person who touched the butt. Eric Garner getting choked out because he was selling a cigarette. George Floyd having his a knee on someone's neck. Um, uh, Flano Castle being shot. You know, Mike Brown being shot. Tamir Rice being shot. It's not better. It's It goes back to, you know, um, damn, his name is escaping me right now but the kid that was 14 <laughs> mm. that was that yeah, was no this one, was no this is Skittles, till right? no this oh. is till that's oh. hell trayvon martin then martin yeah trayvon. oh no you're talking about way in the yeah way back yeah way so back. even even with that someone's saying that he whistled at a white girl mm. and the kid gets hanged yeah and beaten or the um black wall street or where the, people didn't like that black people weren't making their own money and they burned it down and hanged yep. and beat and killed people. That movie Mercy that came out, I think, a year or two ago with uh, Jamie Foxx. They yeah. talked about that trial over in the South. So, yeah. mm-hmm. so like, these are the, like, I, you have But to again, make- we're going to law. We're going to implementing laws. And, and I think Miss Tori was right about flushing out a lot of people in the system because let's say that we change the legislation and we change laws, right? Mm-hmm. But then you still have a racist judge. Right. You still have a racist prosecutor. Right. You still have a racist XYZ that goes down the line. So then mm-hmm. you have, you know, you still have that injustice. That corrupt system. Exactly. What and happens I feel when you flush the toilet? It all goes down. No, it all goes down, right? <laughs> yeah. No, if way. your toilet stopped up, it's coming right back up on you. <laughs> exactly. No, that's what I'm saying. And then you use a plunger. No, that's uh, the point. If you're if if the system is stopped up with racist people and people that were are horrible, not right? everybody. No, like, not everybody. Let's, not, let's make it. Let's make it very clear. There's a lot of there's a lot of different races that have races, not racists, races that have teamed together for equality for everybody. White, black, Mexican, Asian, Indian, everybody is getting together because they're seeing that there is an issue. But le- like I said in the beginning, Power let's, and be, unity. let's be honest. America's okay? a bunch of vaginas. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's, no, let's, I'm serious. Cause think, think, think about it. How sensitive is everybody to everything? Oh, look, yeah. at, look at most comedians now won't, won't tell a joke because, because they're afraid of being canceled. Exactly. Because you know why? Political money, political correctness, political correctness. That and everyone's a vagina. So let's look at this. But okay, I I get what you guys are saying, but what I'm saying at the core of this is what Miss what was what Miss Calvert said was true. We need to flush out the system. We need to have new legislation that has equality in the system, not in the people. And then there also needs to be a balance to people's power because then you have people who are in power who are or who seem very untouchable. So like the, the checks and balances things aren't very checked and balanced right now because people who got money with money, make the money moves. It's never going to happen. But the way, I mean, I mean, I don't like, I don't think it's going to happen either. Right. But that is what, what people should strive for. And like I said, protesting is awesome because it causes um, attention, right? It awareness. gives you attention, awareness to the to the issue or to whatever you're fighting for. But right. that is not the only thing that you need to do. 
because it hasn't changed. There's been protests since before, like Martin Luther King in the 60s. There's been protests for decades, decades, and, and, and you, it hasn't changed. We need to change it, the system. Right. And if you think they, about it, they pacify. Well, because you can't change people, though. Let's be completely honest. You know, you we can. cannot change people who are who, who have prejudice against other races. Mm. It's never going to change unless they're punished for their thinking. Remember, which is which is why like I'm whole, serious. What like, like, in a job, year, like a jobs. Like, 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 what, like, jobs. Like what happened last year? Like all the people who were recording and had that evidence and they, guess what? Like you were saying, even this year, they went to jail. They went to jail. They're being uh, what's it called? They're being held accountable for their actions. Now, mind you. What what is the probability of them doing it again? Exactly. Now here's the thing, Beige. You made a good point, and I agree with you. Everything is up to par. But the, here's the other thing: because of that awareness, because of the social media, look how many people who stormed the the the, the government building are getting like in trouble for their stupid actions. So that's the only reason why I. I they still would have gotten trouble though. If this would have been fifty years ago, they they still would have gotten trouble. Who but knows? I don't, but but it wouldn't have been at the same degree. And the thing exactly. that exactly the thing that I and it's like it's a Batman quote. But how many people are good and how many people stayed that way? That's, yeah. that's it's true. more of a point like you can elect somebody and they could have the greatest intentions and they could give you, they could honestly be, you know, the Joker, quote, you know, right? yeah, yeah, they could honest and be in, you know, office and be great and do all this kind of stuff. Know, somebody offers that. them money. Someone offers them their money. And then there you go. Everyone's so, good to a point. There's true. always a tipping point to everybody. So everybody so, so, has their boiling point. Yeah, so okay. if you think. Flushing out the system, or you think changing legislation or putting other people in is going to change something? It's not. Because as soon as somebody comes along, someone's going to find what makes them tick and give them what makes them tick, and they're going to turn. Well, yeah. here's the thing, though: you have our Congress, our representatives, right? They're in there for twenty, thirty, forty years when they probably should have a cap of you eight years, like out. our president. You can vote them out. Yeah, but people don't know how to do that. That's that was my whole point earlier: is that uh, people don't know how to do that. Yeah, but you can vote them out. They're, they're, yeah. This isn't the Supreme Court. Like, they're, of course. You're Supreme Court. Out. Supreme Court. You're there for life. For for. But see, I think that's also an error because if you have a judge somebody that's who no was a good, baby they boomer. should ha- they should be able to be voted off or fired for not doing a good job. So when you create a new system, no, they you can create be, a system that has a checks and balances. They can be voted out by the other uh, members of it, but I don't see that ever happening. Uh, exactly. Mm-hmm. But, exactly. So there has to be something where it's it's what what was initially created. You know, by the people for the people. I just don't feel like that's there anymore. Yeah. You know, because it's like the it's like it's like our friends. We all have our friends. We have a corporation. Yeah, they can maybe they did something crappy, right? Like let's say we all have a corporation and we're running billions of dollars and we're running people, right? And I did something crappy. Um, what are the possibilities of you guys firing me or maybe just giving me a slap on the hand and being okay? Just don't do that again, right? You can't have your friends voting for you. You can't have them voting for you to stay because then you have shitty people who are making stupid decisions that don't care about our country or the people in it. Angry. Because it's frustrating. I, I cannot believe. Hey. I Hang on. I cannot believe that we got $600 a piece when people haven't worked for months. But they're sending, March. they're sending millions and millions of dollars overseas. Well, not just that. When you look at Ireland, when you look at London, when you look at Sweden, when you look at they China. They have less money than us. You're right, babe. No, but not just that. On, listen, like listen. they're getting, like Ireland, if you live in Ireland, you're getting $1,200 a month. You've been getting $1,200 a month since the pandemic started. In Sweden, you're getting $2,300 a month. And what about the mortgage? Oh, yeah, they stopped it. Oh, yeah. So you don't have to pay it. So and it's it's not backtracked where you got to pay all of it when it starts again. It's a, essentially paused and stopped. And, Beige, you and I talked about this the other day. The whole world. Is laughing. 
at the USA. Oh, we look ridiculous. We are ridiculous. We're fighting against each other. We have a fucking childish man for our president. And then to top it all off, we're struggling to survive. And we're our this, economy is crashing. Our economy is crashing. Homeless. People are homeless. People are sick. Horrible. Business are going out. Restaurants are going out of business. People are suffering. To and ju- we have the money to help. And we're choosing not, not to. to. Well, Biden put in his thing for the for the third step, third and fourth stimulus. Good luck, Biden. But here's the thing, though. But but, people need to understand, like, it's like the Obama thing. It's like, hell, even Trump. Trump used his mouth to do stupid shit or say stupid shit. I think we all know his, his ego was more important than anything else. Right. Okay. So... With Biden, Clinton, (laughs) (laughs) with Biden, Clinton, hell, George Bush's special needs ass, you know, like they can say whatever they want. A president really has no power. He can sign stuff after Congress and Senate has have already gone through it already. But a president is pretty much a figurehead for our country. Did anybody watch the Oval? The Oval? That sounds like a weird is, is, that, is that the new um uh, video or something that, that came up on hbo max because i know they did bring up something in um the hell's an oval it it was a show and it was about uh the president oh he was white his wife was black um she actually her family actually um put you know made things happen to get him elected as president this so is a show? He knew nothing. Yes. Look it up. It's called The Oval. Mm. And um, it, it's crazy. And actually, like, toward the, the last couple of seasons, you realize who was actually running things. There's this whole, like, I don't know, people call it secret society, Illuminati, whatever kind of name you want to give to it. But it, her parents actually ran everything she was a tyrant and she had two children and it's a crazy story but i'm telling you it it seemed like it was enacting the way the presidency and the person running this government was behaving with the exception of you know obviously it's not you know a white man and a black woman it's not real but i mean (laughs) the storyline was pretty close and but once her parents came into the the last three or four episodes you you understood what was going on they were actually being puppeted but you know it was just like it, it was crazy and it's just you know that's what i i try to like tell people when i talk to them because i always believe reach one teach one because that's how you get people informed and you hopefully get them thinking to make better choices and better decisions and, and, and think more and understand more. It's like, uh, you, you can't, Oh man, it's, 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 it's crazy to see how people take something and twist it and manipulate people into doing their, their begging for them. Oh, yeah. They used to have honey pots back in the days. Oh, there you go. Yeah, and that's pot. how you got them. Huh? I'll take honey pot. Shut up. <laughs> that short game. Yeah, they used to have honey pots. They would, they would, uh. Let me touch your booty. Yeah, they would, they would, um, get people, like government 
you know, workers and in compromising situations and then they'd put them and or they'd buy them off, I've you know, that. people who couldn't be bought off. That's what they would do. And so because everybody has yeah. dirt on okay. them. And so, again, <laughs> again, you need to clean system. <laughs> but how, but how do you that? do that? How, how do you get to that point? No, I just I don't think people are educated. They're not as involved in politics as they used to because politics is fucking exhausting. Um, uh, yeah, it's, we, it's, it's exhausting. We've had the most turnout over the last two major elections that then that we've had since I was old enough to understand what voting meant. And I mean, you talking about fifty something years? So that that's you know it's terrible. You know. Yeah, but I think that this craziness has actually helped us, you know, because now they're they're like trying to to get rid of like the governor of California and governors of other states. And I feel like that's what needs to be done. But it has to be done by us. But um, we're going to move on to question four, because I mean, all these questions are supercharged. Um, do the same rules apply to everyone equally, Ms. Calvert? No, not at all. And it's demonstrated with with, you know, People of color. I mean, I hate to keep saying the same thing, but I mean, look, the most recent one, Jacob Blake, you know, the cop that that shot him in his back and paralyzed him. You know, there's there's no remorse. That was not necessary. You had what, five, six cops around this guy. He resisted arrest. He resisted arrest. And so that's a death sentence or a potential death sentence for you. If that had been a white man, how many times did you watch the news and it's a white man in the middle of the street. He's got a knife. He's talking crap to the police. He's doing all kinds of stuff. And they either manage to disarm him or they tase him and take him into custody. Okay. And then compare that to how many black men or or Hispanic men or any other man of color, he's dead. Okay. From my point of view, from my point of view. Fellow officer. If 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 you if you're resisting arrest, you run the risk of being shot, tased, being back, beaten, or jumped on. That's just you know, that's just status quo. Okay. So if you're black that or Hispanic or any one of color, that percentage jumps up crazy if a certain police department that has been trained or understands that they are being seen and watched LAPD does not want to shoot somebody in daylight in front of everyone who has a cell phone or a camera phone that's the only reason why that dude that white person is still alive there are very there are some bad police officers but most cops will shoot you if you pose a threat, it it's not me like trying to shit on cops or not shit on cops. It's just but. more or less if it's at night and no one's around, they will shoot you. And you told me that like cops don't get a lot of training. And I'm sure that when your <clears throat> life is put in a, in a stressful situation where you feel like it's that person or you and you have a gun. Yeah, you're you know? going to shoot him. But, but don't get me wrong. There are it's some wrong. shitty police officers. No, it's wrong. Like the, but, yeah. the, the dudes that were on George Floyd's neck and the guys that were standing around him just staring at Horrible. it. Horrible. Trash. You know, the guy who choked out Eric Garner with an illegal chokehold. Mm-hmm. Garbage. You know, uh, the dude that, or the cops that shot Tamir Rice because he had a fake gun and the kid was like 12. Chinga su madre. In a, um, in a park. You sí. know, that kind of stuff I understand. Or the, you know, the kid that was like selling water. 
forgot what park it was in Maryland, and the cops jumped on him. The kid was nine. Yeah, because they said that ridiculous. the kid was selling drugs. His kid was selling water. And for the record, so just so that way everybody listening that we're clear, we're not bashing any race. We're not bashing cops. We're My just saying. Is. Gen- <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, we're just we're just speaking on what we lived and what we experienced. Like for example, I'm not saying all cops are bad. I've had um, great officers that I've actually worked with. I went to uh, mm-hmm. Buena Park High School. Officer Carter, shout out to Officer Carter. That man has been one of the most best officers I've ever got a chance to meet. He's Caucasian. He is a down to earth officer. He'd always find a way to neutralize situations without violence. He would try to talk to people and help people out. However, everything like we were talking about earlier, what is being uh, um, posted on Instagram? What is being posted on Facebook? What is being uh, videotaped? Obviously, all the bad officers. So all shout out to all the officers who are doing a good job. But yes, thank you. Thank you for your service. Thank you for keeping us safe. Thank you for holding down the law. But at the same time, in general, the unfortunate things that we live in America or wherever you go, there is a sense of uh, racism. There is a sense of um, internal hate for whatever reason, because of our life experiences or whatever, like the one I experienced earlier when I was younger. It's a personal choice. Even even for the cops, even for the cops, it's a personal choice. You dehumanize somebody, right? then you feel like you have a right to treat them as less as, as less of a human being. And so if you're a police officer and you feel like minorities or people of color are not as human as you are, then for some reason that gives you the psychological like right in your own twisted mind that it's okay these people don't live. Again, it's a personal well, that's, choice. That's that three-quarter rule. Yeah, it's stupid, though. It's stupid. And I think I think that police officers who do stuff like that, I think they need to be put in jail just like everybody else. And they need to not be cops anymore because you're supposed to be there to protect and serve, protect, protect everybody. If, you're supposed to protect. I feel like if they take a life unlawfully, they should have their life taken. What? Well, what? I know. I, I've thought about that, too. Come on. Um, I have. I thought about that too, but but we don't really know. We don't really know. If you bring the Bible into it, an eye for an eye, uh, you know. We'll leave the whole world blind. Oh, let's not get into a Bible debate. That's the Old Testament. And in the New Testament, Jesus says that we're putting away the old for the new. And that's an old. So if a police officer shoots somebody and then the the narrative that's being put out is the person was unarmed and the cop shot him and your view is to jump straight to killing them, right? He, he needs to be charged with okay. whatever murder charge applies and needs to go to jail. Yeah, but that's and not what it, you said. If it, means, if it means that he's on death row, that's then capital so murder. That's capital murder. Well, capital that means, like that, that, that means like you went, said, yeah, that's, that like means I you said, went out looking. Depending on the circumstances of, of the innocent yeah, killing, of mm. someone that does not deserve their life to be terminated behind what their illegitimate thought process is, you know, knowing, oh, you know, the the department got my back. And yes, the I'm department not doesn't have your back. I'm telling you, no, the, the department does not have your back. That are doing that, they need to be held accountable. Okay, but I'm telling you, the department does not have your back. There's there, okay, people need to understand that the police department does not back you. They back your, each other up. Yeah. Your union is what backs you. The union is what keeps your job. 
So a cop would go out there and shoot somebody, and people are thinking, oh, the police are got his back. And he's like, no, the union is keeping this dude's job. That's the union's job, to keep you in a badge no matter what. I've seen dudes okay, that have beaten maybe their wives. Okay, then maybe they need to start with the union and, and flush them people out. That's perfectly fine, but the union is voted on by the police officers. But you still have self-control of, of your, your individual thought process. Now, if you don't have the appropriate training to handle a situation, then you either need to get it or get yourself into a different job. Okay. Now, if you Agreed. went into being a police officer because you feel like, you know, white power and this power. is a job that I can be in and take somebody's life who's race that I don't care about in the first place and they put themselves in front of me, yeah, but, you know, then so be it. Yeah, but you can't know that. And then second, about the training, you know it takes longer to be a barber than it does to be a cop. You know that, right? If, if, you, if you go into an officer's profile and see how many times, and this has been brought up before, how many times an offer has, officer has been disciplined behind something, how many times they've been counseled, how many times they've had to go into IA or whatever they call it and sit down and talk with somebody about discharging their weapon or pulling their weapon out. You know, that's why a lot of cops don't say anything in there because of fear of retaliation. Okay, so we're going to get into and, that. And that, that is true. Remember what happened to that I mean, guy in Big Bear, you get, the police officer? Yeah. Got shot. That's what happens. No, but there, and you, and get, he was you get a cop out there that stops somebody that might be a black man, you know, over six feet tall, you know, you and his first instinct is to like want to shoot him. Okay. It's because they're scared, though. That's what I'm saying. If you're a police officer yeah. and you're afraid of those situations, you probably shouldn't job. be a police officer you or you should be behind a desk. You probably shouldn't be, but there's no way to tell that from hiring somebody and somebody going through. The the academy or working in the field. Yeah, there's there's how, no. How, how do they pass those those psychological tests? Because you just That's gotta sit. Like you to just know. gotta sit there and honestly, answer the questions. Wait, honestly, the psychological tests are not as hard as you no, think. They're not. I had to take a couple of them, and I did one normally, and I did one with what I know, and it's different. It's just it's just the way that you answer a psychological test. They're not easy to. Uh, it's not what you say, but how on. you say it. Yeah. It, they're really not. It's kind of like a lie detector test. You can learn how to lie and not be detected with a lie detector. So, you know, it's just one of well, those one of those things. Start strapping them up to a lie lie detector machine. <laughs> no, but you, do I'm, that, I'm, I'm saying that you can. St- you, there's still ways for you to pass a lie detector st- test and lie on the lie detector test. Let's just put it this way: there are some good cops. There are some bad cops. There are some yep. cops that got in it truly to try to help people there are some cops that got into it because they were picked on when, when they were in high school or they were bullied when they were a kid and this is their way of doing it there are some cops that believe having a badge and a gun is another you know penis it, mm-hmm. it's it's that's pretty much like what it comes down to for that with the same rules apply to everyone equally it doesn't when you have money you're treated better than if if you're poor true you know there are some black dark-skinned black people that get treated worse by light-skinned black people just because they think that they're better. Yep. There are some dark-skinned Hispanic people that get treated worse by light-skinned Hispanic people. Mm-hmm. There are some Hispanic people that treat Salvadorians worse because they're Salvadorians. It's just, it happens. No one, in this country, no one is equal. There is no, there is no 
equal playing field here at all. Because if there was, there'd be anarchy. Someone's always going to be better than you. Either in life, in sports, in video games, in, you know, acting, podcasting, (laughs) everything. Someone's always better. Okay, hang on. I agree with you, but I don't think that that should be judged by something that you can't control that you were born with. That doesn't matter. The color of your skin shouldn't be a reason why you're better than somebody else. If you're a good football player, if you're a good a good football player and this other person sucks, then obviously the person who's a better football player should be the one that gets the position. Should be. Not. Should be. But it, there's always that thing where that's the coach's son. There's there's always things well, that's where. My cousin. Well, that's, yeah. that's, that's more like nepotism. But, but that's it's the same di- thing. It's just things aren't equal. They're, they're not equal, but I'm saying that. In if, the in the grand scope of things, if you and Eli that, go for a job and there's a guy there that like thinks women should not work, who's going to get the job? I don't know. I'm pretty good at talking myself into jobs. Eli would get the job. <laughs> Eli would get the job. We had this conversation simple. last time with, yeah. with Chunk and Carlos, and and they neither one of them wanted to answer the actual question. But if a woman is sitting there and a man is sitting there, and you have to decide who you're going to hire, most people would hire the man, especially if the woman is not that. You know, good looking. That sucks to say, but it's true. You want to be around people that are cute. You want to be around people that, you know, make you feel better being around them. To socialize. You're going to be around these people 24-7. So, you know, it's not equal. Nothing in this country is actually equal. I don't think everybody thinks like that. Certainly a, a, a portion thinks like that. But I don't think that everybody thinks like that. I think true. if you, I, I think 9 out of 10, if you went for a job, because you got to remember what we said, they weigh... Well, you're a mother. Well, you're a woman. You have, you know, your ladies' days or whatever. This is how dudes that I've seen dudes hire people, and that's what they weigh as mm-hmm. they go down a list. And I've seen people hire people that work at, like, Fortune 500 companies. I've seen people that work at, like, you know, Walgreens or whatever hire people, and it's the same checklist that they go down. And with women, the checklist is way different, but it's kind of the same when it comes to a, to a woman. Will I get along with her? What's her qualification? You know, does she look like she would be somebody that would blend well with our group? Not someone who can do the job better, but blend better. I guess that just hasn't been my experience. Okay. Well, I'm just telling you like. No, I get it. I understand. And I'm not saying that it doesn't exist. I'm just saying that me personally, that hasn't been my experience. Thank God. (laughs) Yeah, it sucks. Just like if somebody... If if a cop were to pick to who to harass me or Eli, who do you think they would pick? You. Exactly. I've seen it. Yeah, so it's, you know, there are there nothing equal about this country. That's why I had the question earlier about when was America great? And Eli said in this past, you know, ten years or whatever, to me it's not. It's well gotten, in the way that he's in the way that he's I get what he's, he's saying. Talking about it, yeah, it makes sense, but there's still like there's so, I mean, so much. There's always going to be stuff, though. Obviously, in I'm any just, country, anywhere, there's always going to be something that's not okay. I'm ba- I'm basically just brushing the surface. Do I think that this is the best year ever? Absolutely. No, not. no, I'm not saying about. I'm not saying about the best year ever. I'm well, just saying the greatest. I'm I mean, just saying the last like ten years, and it's it hasn't gotten better. It hasn't. No. no but that's, but if we're talking about athletes getting money, if we're talking about people of color getting money based off what they're doing, like Tyler Perry, you know, Dr. Dre, you know, uh, Akon. Um, I'm trying no to women? This in. You know, no, no. I'm I trying mean, to, Queen B, there you go. Queen B, you know, Beyonce, Nicki Minaj making her money, Jessica Alba, 
Cardi B. Rihanna. Cardi B. Oh, oh God, oh. let's not go there. It's I mean, nothing against Cardi uh, B. It's nothing against Cardi B. It's just you know, but yeah. she has she has good music. It's just more a point like her. You you you, you know. You're not gonna chime. So you like, you, you want to chime in on that? I don't like her new song. It's stupid. Okay, that, oh. I'm not talking about her new song. I'm talking <laughs> about just her 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 overall. Oh yeah, no overall. Okay, overall. I'm talking I, about I, where I, she was. No, of to course. where she is. Of course, her 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 strategies to be where she is is great. I just don't like her new song. I think it's disgusting. <laughs> it is. It is disgusting. I can't even get through like the first couple of seconds of it. I'm good. I haven't even heard the whole, whole song in, in its entirety. Wop, wop. It's gross. <laughs> but respect me as a woman, but this is the song I put out. Okay. So, Miss Tori, do you have any final thoughts on uh, on Is There Two Americas? Have any thoughts on what two Americas? It's, it's more than two Americas, but it. Okay, there's, there's not going to be any real change until people can sit down and communicate without being hateful, spiteful. They, it, it's just not going to happen, and and I don't see it happening. The only thing that I can wish for is that we can just agree to disagree and then move forward mm-hmm. for, you know, future generations make, you know, try to keep the planet safe and all the other ignorance just, just stop with the nonsense, but it can't happen because there are greater powers that want to rule. Mm-hmm. We are like pawns like on a chessboard and, they move certain pieces at will and certain pieces will not be allowed to move in a negative direction. Thank you, Captain Planet. Um, he's our your mom well. makes a good point. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, like about pollution right now. Like, ah, oh, I got him. But what I will tell you about I'm, your final I'm, thought. I'm mom, waiting on my Batwoman to come out. Oh my God. So, <laughs> I will tell you about what you said. It's it's a good point, but to me, it's like one person is intelligent. A group of people or, or people are stupid because they follow the mob mentality of, yep. and not everybody can be leaders. No, there's a bunch of followers. It's for somebody. It's easier to follow somebody than, than to have to their lead. own thoughts. Because if you follow somebody, then there's a thing of oh, they can do this. This will happen. This will happen. If you lead, you have to. You actually have to have a genuine thought. Right. And, you know, quick, quick example, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, people followed them. But who was the one being bombed in their houses? Malcolm X. Who was being murdered and being assaulted? Uh, uh, Luther, uh, Martin Luther King. So, I'll give you one. Medgar Evers was a civil rights, yeah. you know. There you go. Guy. Yeah. He used to preach about nonviolence and getting people to vote and getting other stuff. Right. And um, they would throw bricks in his house. They would they hit his daughter with a brick through I mean, their, their window. And on his drive home one day after telling people to go vote, he was in his um, driveway walking up to his house and he was shot four times in the back. Lay there dying. And then how many people followed him? Right. People followed him, but he was all about nonviolence and voting and doing this kind of stuff for, Mm -hmm. for civil rights and stuff. So that's what I'm saying. When people look at stuff like that, being a leader doesn't seem all too great. Yeah, because JFK, you know, yeah. You know, we have all these phenomenal leaders who set the example or set the toll of... Are trying to make a big change. Make an adjustment in this world that we call life or this 
you know, country we call USA, America. Yeah, when somebody's America. a real threat, they're taken out. Yeah, but you gotta understand what, like Little Wayne said, you're not famous until somebody kills you. Right. It's true. So, like, if you're you're not famous for good reasons until somebody, you know, right, assassinates awesome. you. I mean, so. my only final final thoughts is this. Uh, with everything that we discussed, I mean, obviously we got a heated conversation. We all had a little emotions here and there, but I was dude. calm and cool. <laughs> April was one over here. April and, and Miss Toro over here yelling at each other and shit. And I was just like, "What? It's we a podcast." Not, we were Chill not out. yelling at each other. We were just emotionally <laughs> invested in our ideas. It was a debacle. Let's get it straight, y'all. Anyways, um, my final debacle. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, my final thoughts is this. Um, you know, hopefully this podcast helps people to see that um, we as a family who are here together, we're able to talk. We're able to express ourselves. We're not judging one another. We don't hate one another. We don't discriminate one another. Um, our family, like as far as the Garcias and Beige as well, we don't hate anybody because of a race, because of the um, the color of your skin or the your faith or your religion. We talk about movements that are important to all of us, which is what we need to treat everyone equally. We need to love everyone equally, regardless of the circumstances. And if there was more love out there, there wouldn't be so much hatred. But like, you know, Beige made a good point earlier. Somebody just needs to have a bad day. And being pushed in that corner, what happens? We don't know. We like, don't, like we, to never, the Joker, one bad day. One bad day, you don't know what's going to happen. And that's push. true. So we just need that one push. But I will say this. You know, with everything that we talked about, I hope that people out there can really think for themselves. I hope for the fans who are listening that whatever information that we're sharing today, look it up. Like, you know, research be, it research for yourself. It yourself. Don't just take our word for it. Don't Don't be a follower. You know, listen, listen to no your, follow. No, <laughs> don't listen yeah. to her. Don't listen to them. I don't mean follow it like the that. podcast. Follow the podcast. So listen to the podcast. But I mean, in terms of what we were talking about, do your own research. Create there your own. That that is what I was. Thank you, April, for correcting me. Jesus, <laughs> just like don't follow. No, don't follow. Don't okay, follow Beijing and Chunk. What we're saying is. Do your own investigation. Think for yourselves. Do not allow the social media, other people that you believe in to manipulate you as a person, your opinion. Because the beauty about ourselves is this. If you can change the way that you see things, we are already in the right direction. Because now with everything with broadcasting, with social media, the people that are recording the abuse and everything that we can laugh about, we can now see for ourselves there is people out there that want to make a change so the last thought uh, that's my last thought i hope that you guys think for yourselves continue listening to to beijing chunk thank you guys for hearing us out and thank you for the invitation <laughs> i like that button um <laughs> i want to thank uh miss story for coming on um final thoughts your final thoughts okay so thank you for coming on mom you You're like, welcome, son. All right. <laughs> all right, we'll we'll talk to you later. Okay, Hopefully see we'll you on the next part. All right. Yeah, see you on the next part. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. So, um, my final thought with all this is like the equality, America great, um, all that stuff. Like I said, there's no equality in. America, there's America's never been great. America's had spurts of people thinking it was great because of what they have accomplished or what they've seen accomplished. And that's unfortunate and it sucks, but it's true. You know, 
Um, there's always been people looked down on in this country, whether it was Indians, whether it was the Chinese, whether it's Hispanic people, whether it's the Irish, um, black people, you know, it's, well, after 9-11, Muslims. I think that's the only time that you would say quotation mark America came together, but even then, they didn't. They came together during the war. I think we during come World together when we absolutely need to, sorry, honey. When somebody attacks us, then we come together. Yeah. Then it's we're, a lynch we're America. And then yeah. the, the time passes and we forget about yeah, it. Yeah, we're not America anymore. We then we're just, you know, once once that issue is over, it's like a gang. Right. That lives in a city and another city attacks you. All the gangs band together to stop the other gang from, uh, you know, taking over the territory. But then once that's over, the gang split back up and then, you know, they control what they control. Everybody goes in their corner. Yeah. Their business. Yeah. So my final thought is to me there's no, you know, really equality. There are two Americas. It's the have and the have nots. So it's easier for the haves to talk shit. It's like when the pandemic started and people were mad because they couldn't get a haircut. Oh yeah. But then there's people over here that are losing their homes, losing their apartments, not being able to work. Like people that work for Disneyland. They were furloughed. So they couldn't get unemployment. So what were those people supposed to be doing, right? So when if you're that person and someone over here who's making money or has money or lives in a house or owns their house, has enough money, is mad because they can't get a haircut, and you're sitting there, you know, struggling, not being able to eat, having to figure, well, do I pay for this bill or do I feed my kids? Do I pay for my car note or do I pay for the electric bill? Do yeah. I pay for groceries or do I pay for my car insurance? So that's why I think the perfect person for the pandemic was Donald Trump. Someone that can pray on what you don't have, what you need. It's like Hitler. Hitler saw, I'm not comparing Trump to Hitler, but Hitler saw a need. Like he saw that the country was going bad. The country wasn't doing what it needed to do. And then you found a linchpin. You found something to attack, and that was the Jews. Right. And that's what you did. The reason why you're poor right now is because of the Jews. The reason why you don't have what you need is because of the Jews. Poor people are just like, oh, yeah, you know what? That makes sense. And then what happened? They started to believe in one person in power. And then like you were saying earlier, right? It's easier for all the people to follow, in this case, Adolf Hitler. They're able to follow him. But then when they followed him, a lot of them were like saying, what? Oh, I didn't know what they were doing. Oh, my gosh, this is terrible. And all of a sudden, their tone completely changed. So, yeah, you're right. There's a lot of... um, it's easier for people to find a scapegoat or find something to justify certain behavior. Absolutely. <laughs> Why are you keep doing that? I keep pressing buttons. <laughs> Go ahead, April. What's your what's your final thought? Uh, my final thought is that uh, America is what it is, perspective wise, to each individual, depending where they are. So, you know, you make more money, your dreams are coming true, you have a good house, right? Then America's great to you. Only fans. Oh, God. <laughs> yep. um, you know, yep. or you have, um, or if you're struggling, or you have a lot of trouble, you're a different race, you're, you know, targeted by the police. You have, uh, you have a court case and it's being pushed on you and there's no evidence, Right. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> and they keep on going round and round and round. Like those are the people who have a different perspective on what America is. Um, 
for me, I think America is, I don't even know how to say it. Like I, I wasn't born here, right? I was born in Mexico and I've seen, or I've read uh, about a lot of different countries around the world and we have a lot of issues and problems and I don't know if we're ever going to solve any of them um, to everybody's, you know, content. Uh, but I still feel like even with all our issues and everything that we have here, I would much rather live here. Oh, yeah. Than live anywhere else. Well, you know, hallelujah. Well, I mean, there's other countries that are pretty good. Right. But, you know, like I was telling Beige, you know, if you go to what was it, Thailand, you spit out gum, you go to jail for three years. Somebody catches you spitting out gum. Half of the stuff that we've done over the last year and a half, you do it in a lot of other countries. You'll get beheaded. You'll get shot. Um, You go to jail. You don't even have to have a trial sometimes. So I feel like, yeah, we have a lot of crappy shit that goes on in our country. A lot of people are mad uh, and, and they have the right to be, you know. But if I had to choose to live anywhere else, you know, we have a lot of rights that a lot of countries don't have. We do have a lot of freedoms that a lot of countries don't have. So, yeah, let's let's focus on the things that we want to change. But let's not lose sight that we are Blessed. living in a country that's, you know, we, we are one of the richest countries in the world. You know, so like perspective, right? Again, perspective. So, yeah. Half empty, half full. Yeah. Everything, everything that we were talking about. I mean, you saw my points of views on the things that we were talking about. I don't agree with a lot of the stuff that goes on in our country. And I don't think that we've ever been great you know, right. because somebody's Agreed. always been at a disadvantage. Always. But overall, you know, if I had to choose to live anywhere else, you know, that's why some of the people who say they hate America, well, then why are you still living here? Go right. live somewhere else if you hate America so much. Yes, mm-hmm. we have issues. Yes, there's things that should change, you know. But again, I would much rather live here than anywhere else. And you said a good example, like your first generation, first of all, pure Mexican. Me, <laughs> I'm second generation and I was no, born. No, you're first generation. You're well, first generation. Well, I'm first generation American. Sorry, my bad. And <laughs> I'm an immigrant. Immigrant. <laughs> so, so here's the thing. So That's why we built the wall. Oh wait, we didn't. <laughs> oh wait. So I will say this. Look at the way that we were raised. Mom and dad wanted us to have this mindset like this: being able to discuss political views or life situation. In oh, a, that is not and, true. Hold on, hold Maybe on. when we were older, but when, when we were, were older, younger, we didn't talk are, about any of the stuff. Are we finna go off on a tangent about? Nah. I'll leave it at this. Yeah. April is interrupting. All okay. I gotta say is this. I saw it coming. You we were talked about like America, right? So America gave you the opportunity to be basically where you're at right now. And for me No no no. I took that opportunity. You did. I chose to do good in school. Okay. I chose to go to school. I chose to continue my education. I chose to continue down that path by getting good jobs. And I chose to be a law abiding citizen. Period chose to i don't know about that last part but yeah. <laughs> i have never been to jail i said me <laughs> i am a good outstanding citizen and i only bring that up just for what we're talking about right bad perspective okay how about i've never been caught <laughs> <laughs> all right y'all hey april beige this has been a interesting podcast thank you both for having us here beige appreciate you uh, in your perspective it was fun definitely word so to big bird yeah so next week it will be the second part of the couples uh podcast so tune in um have fun uh don't do anything stupid like storm capital um so yeah 
out, bitches. <laughs>